Good morning and welcome to another Facebook Live session uh, for Candidate Question Time with me, I'm Sarah, and Jason Perry, Managing Director at ASL Recruitment in Hastings. Um, Jason is going to be here to answer any questions that you may have with regards to all of the changes that have been going on relating to COVID uh, and quite a few of those in the last couple of weeks. Uh, so if you have any questions, do pop them in the chat box. Uh, we do have a couple that have been emailed into us uh, already, so we're probably going to start with those. Now, Jason, as well as being a uh, the Managing Director at ASL Recruitment, is also an HR specialist and he's a Chartered Fellow of the Chartered Institute of Personnel and Development. Um, so, with no further ado, let me bring him in. Jason, are you there? Good morning, Sarah. How are you? Very well, thank you. How are you? Not bad at all, thanks. Not bad at all. Okay, so lots of changes. Um, quite a few questions, actually, now. So, should we just dive straight in? Let's. It's been uh, a busy couple of weeks, I think, for uh, those policymakers. It sure has. It sure has. And a confusing one for the rest of us. So, um, the first question... Uh, I'm confused by JSS, the Job Support Scheme. Um, what's the difference between JSS Closed and JSS Open? Okay. Um, that's actually a new one I only discovered in the last probably week to 10 days, I'd say. Um, basically, we're all used to furlough or flexible furlough as we got used to over the past couple of months. Um, and that ends uh, today, I think. Is it the 31st? Yes, today it ends. So as of tomorrow... Um, or more to the point Monday for most of us, we move into a new world of the job support scheme. Um, essentially, it's very similar to flexible furlough. It works on the basis you have to do some element of work is what we've been told. Um, initially, it was 33%. They then changed it to 20% and they lowered the employer's contribution. But essentially, it's going to work rather like flexible furlough. Then in the past few days, closed furlough has appeared. Um, and my first reaction is, what on earth is closed furlough? But <laughs> um, essentially, it's all about the tier structures that we've got around the country. So open furlough <coughs> is where you work for an organisation that is open. And you do some of your work, i.e. you do that minimum of 20% of your work, um, can be right up to 99%, but you do a minimum of 20%, and the government and your employer pay part of your wages for the time you don't work closed furlough is where the government probably because of a tier three status has said actually that bar or restaurant or gym can't operate for the safety of people you need to close and therefore your workers will do no hours and at that point under closed furlough the government pick up two-thirds of your pay so that's essentially the difference it really is as simple as is your employer open or closed for business and I think that's going to be directed based on the tier structure, i.e. the government has said that type of business must close. My reading is, if your business choose to close because they think it, you know, we're not making enough money or it's probably a better thing, I don't think closed furlough becomes eligible. So I think it's when they've been told to for the safety of others, that then kicks in. Fair enough. Okay. Right. So, um, so that's, that's fairly clear, but... It's still going to leave a lot of people kind of wondering what's going on, isn't it? Until until you know, you don't know. Absolutely. I was wondering myself only a few days ago. So, yes, once you know, it's easy. <laughs> okay, so um, this one's possibly a little bit more complicated, and I think we get quite a lot of questions about this. You've probably seen this too. So I've been sent my job support scheme letter, and I've been asked to sign it immediately. 
it says I have to work a minimum of 20% of my contracted hours and then says we've agreed I'll work 33% of my hours. I don't understand. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, do you know, I've had a very similar question. Um, somebody asked me, I think it was on Thursday. Um, and the answer is the 20%, as I've just mentioned, is the government minimum. And what I'd suggest is this employer have done a very wise thing by writing in what the uh, limits of the scheme are, i.e. you must work at least 20%. But then they said, but we're actually going to have you work 50% or 30% or 70%. So they're allowing for what they're going in at, but if business takes a bit of a downturn, they might lower it to 20%, they might increase it. So we can vary these numbers. The employer each month need to make a claim based on how many hours you should have worked, how many you did work. Um, but the 20% is the minimum, and that's why the letter says both. So it's, it's one thing I can say safely, you don't need to worry about. It sounds like your employer have done a very good job of creating the framework in that letter of how JSS is going to work. Right, okay. Okay, so uh, next question. My line manager told me that once on JSS, my annual leave will be reduced to the pro rata uh, to how many hours I'm doing. This seems unfair, can they do this? Right, okay, so basically because you're not working as many hours, you're not in, you're not accruing holiday at the same rate even if you were full-time, basically. Yeah. Can um, they I, do that? I think if you just saw my facial reaction as you said that, you might already know the answer. Um, yeah, I <laughs> The short answer is no, I think what they're doing is wrong. Um, so if you're actually contracted to work full-time and your employer asks you on JSS to work 50% of the time, they can't tell you next year you've only got two weeks holiday, not uh, not the usual four or so. Uh, it's actually 28 days. So they can't tell you you've got 14 days, not 28, because you only worked part-time. No, that isn't a reasonable thing to do. Um, so blunt line is, no, I don't think they can do that. If you want any guidance on that, by all, by all means, get in touch with me, um, call the team at ASL. But no, that shouldn't be happening. Okay, it's, it seems a bit, uh, it's, it's one of those, isn't it? It's, no, COVID isn't anybody's fault. Everybody's trying to live with it. But I can understand yeah. why an employer might wish to um, reduce their how much it's costing them, but equally, what sort of message is that sending to your team? Yeah, I, I think the real difficulty here, Sarah, is um, employers don't necessarily know what they're doing either, not because uh, you know they're not good employers or they're not competent or anything of that, but this is all new territory for everybody. So when an employer's faced with something like furlough or JSS, um, they're not used to it. They haven't done it before. There's not a a little rule book that says how such things work because this is wholly new territory. In the normal world, if we reduce an employee's hours because of a downturn in business, yes, their leave entitlement will reduce. But this isn't a normal world. The contract is remaining the same and the government are propping up the pay. So in this scenario, because the contract hasn't changed, no, the leave quota shouldn't reduce. Okay. So... Um Right, next question. A few months ago, my boss said that they thought I might end up being made redundant if things didn't get any better. Uh, now I've been put on JSS. 
can they still make me redundant? Um, okay, slightly complicated one. The, the answer of can they still make you redundant, yes, an employer can always make somebody redundant, but you do have a little extra protection on JSS than you did on furlough. The details of this are still uh, somewhat sketchy because we don't have the full guidance and rulebook from the government. But the one thing we do know is you cannot be made redundant and serve your redundancy notice period whilst your employer is claiming um, job um, support scheme payments for you. So in order to make you redundant, the first thing they'd have to do is take you off JSS, put you back on your full normal pay for your four week or you know however long your redundancy notice period is, then pay your redundancy pay after that. So arguably it gives you a little bit extra. Um, one might argue, um, and exactly the point you made a moment ago about the, the annual leave and the cost to employers, this is a slightly harder blow for employers because many employers really are struggling financially out there. And whilst on furlough, they could make somebody redundant and they could use the furlough pay towards the notice period. That ability has gone from 1st of November. Okay, so actually some employers, by trying to do the thing where they're keeping hold of as many employees as possible, actually it could end up backfiring on them at this particular it point. Could. So. It may cost employers a little more. And, uh, do you know, I know this is hugely difficult for people out there, for employees, those on low wages. Um, it's also hugely difficult for employers. And if we have a point where employers are running out of cash, um, that's not good for anyone. No. No, a difficult situation all around, really, isn't it? Yeah. So, okay. Um, <clears throat> so, um, I've been on part-time furlough for some months now, uh, and I'm told I'm going to move over to JSS. Will I get the same money? I'm just a bit concerned. It starts soon, and they haven't written to me. Right. Haven't written to me. It starts tomorrow, <clears throat> so yes, it starts soon. Um, the reality is your employer needs to write to you. This is a contract variation. And if they don't write to you, you don't have a variation in contract. Um, the problem you have is you, you kind of need to accept the contract variation because the alternative is probably no job. So it's a, it's a very difficult one to say, oh, well, I'll, I'll discuss, I'll negotiate. I'll, um, it's kind of a take it or leave it offer. Here is something that gives you some degree of ongoing job security. This isn't great for the employer either. The second point worth note noting is under the furlough scheme, the pay that people received for the hours they didn't work was 80%. Now, initially, the government also topped up by matching, making the national insurance and the pension contributions towards the employer that's gone, that disappeared um, over the past few months. So employers have had to, had to start paying some of that 80%. In October, um, the employer has paid 20% of the hours you haven't worked and the government has paid 60. Okay. What's happening from November is the government are actually paying, I think it's 61 and two thirds percent. Love how they pick these uh, small numbers. You know. um, and the employer are paying up to around 5%, just under 5%. So 
this is slightly better for the employer than let's say it was in October. However, it's worse for the employee because if you've quickly done your maths, and I know this is your strong point, Sarah, um, <laughs> you'll have worked out that uh, uh, that kind of 60-ish percent and 65% actually don't make 80. Um, it comes to 66.66%. So basically from now, you'll get two-thirds of your pay for hours you don't work, and that is below 80, all right? Um, that's the first thing. It's not a huge drop, in fairness, and by the time you accept that your national insurance and your tax contributions will be a little lower, it really isn't a huge drop. But for those who are struggling most, yes, this is going to hurt a little bit. Um, uh, under furlough, under the initial stages of furlough, there were a number of employers who topped up. Um, that's kind of reduced over the past few months. And one of the reasons it's reduced is, as I've said, employers are struggling financially too, and they can't necessarily afford those things. I am hearing anecdotally that a lot of employers are saying we're going to do something to make this amount up so they're no worse off than they would have been on furlough. But you can't rely on your employer doing that. Uh, many of them really are struggling for cash. Okay, and so presumably as well, if, so, if somebody is only working part-time hours, they're actually getting less money than they were getting when they were on furlough, but they will have the additional expense of having to get into work and back again as well, won't they? So, Well, um, I'm conscious we've only got a couple of minutes left to talk about this, but um, I think getting into work is an interesting point. It depends what they do. Um, and it's possibly worth mentioning that as early as Monday we might actually be going back into some kind of lockdown state as well. So, um, and we don't know fully what that's going to mean um, till it's announced. Um, I think anybody working in an office environment or somewhere who can work from home should be working from home um, is the honest answer right now. Um, so hopefully there aren't too many cases of additional costs of getting in, but you're right. Um, this is probably going to get a little bit worse and a little tougher for people before it gets better. Okay. Right, I think uh, I think we should probably leave it there. Not the most cheerful, mate. No, sorry to end on that negative, but um, there is light there ahead at the end of the tunnel, but um, I think we're probably uh, another few months away from things beginning to improve. Okay, and, and a lot riding on whether or not we get this vaccine sorted out sooner rather Indeed. than later, I suppose. Okay, so um, that's actually all we have time for this week. Uh, we will be back again in two weeks' time, um, unless something major happens and, uh, and, and we're getting a lot of questions that we think people need answering. Uh, so do join us again. Keep an eye on our Facebook page for the announcements. Uh, but generally, every two weeks, we'll be back here with Facebook Live Candidate Question Time to answer some more of your questions. So thank you very much indeed, Jason, for joining us. Oh, I should just mention, if you do have any questions, uh, you should contact the ASL team on hastings at aslgroup.co.uk or give them a call on 01424 452 So yes, now I will say goodbye, Jason. Thank you very much for joining us again. Have a lovely weekend. Thanks, Sarah. Bye-bye. And, uh, and thank you all for joining us. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye. <laughs>